let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeart Radio app. We're on the radio one to four, and then after four, Johnny can on demand on the podcast. Now, I know you don't want to come in anymore here to the studio, right? But uh, you're going to have to. Uh, I have your mail. I don't care about my mail. Your departures. Uh, somebody came up to me today and said, you know, you have a lot of stuff in your mailbox. I go, what mailbox? I didn't know we had one. Oh, you see, Ray, when I wasn't around, Ray would go down and grab that stuff. Oh, well, I'm looking for freebies, usually. I didn't see anything for a long time. So you um, have... Three pieces of U.S. mail that you have to pick up. Written to you, probably people. Forward them to me. uh, uh, Russell, Patty, and Teresa. Probably heartfelt farewells. Well, they could be. When are they dated? Um, What's the postmark? Because I only announced it a couple weeks ago. These could be. You haven't checked this mail. I haven't been there in three years. So, uh, 1997. Okay, maybe it's not about my departure. That's pretty good for the post office. <laughs> uh, it's congratulating us for uh, getting on OJ. Or something. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, all right, well, how are the Leopard Twins doing? Uh, <laughs> we come back from the Postathon appearance at the White. The Postathon is not over, though. I mean, they want to be very clear about that just because the big event yesterday is over. Postathon continues on at postathon.com for your donations. We're going to get a new number next hour. Uh, it's right now at about $877,000 raised and uh, 81,000 uh, pounds of uh, pasta and sauce. But we'll probably get a new cash number right. in about 
an hour. Something happened, and I guess it's related to my departure that's never happened before. This was forwarded to the John and Ken email, which I look at. John Cobalt does not. He looks at the mail that comes I, from the post I office. Read, I read the postal mail. Yeah. I, so I we do. split the duties. <laughs> now you do. Uh, the email, of course. John and Ken at KFI at KFIAM640.com. Katerina's Club has received a gift from Charlene Schneider in honor of Ken Shampoo. Isn't that nice? Oh, very nice. A donation was made in my honor. How about oh, that? Does that mean you get a pasta dish? I know. I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, the, the message is, thanks for all the years. You will be missed. Good luck to John, a loyal listener, Charlene Schneider. Wow. So that's nice. That's nice. Right. That's very nice. She, she, see, you're doing some good. Yeah, they are. She might not have given that money. I know if I wasn't retired. Right. Like, so every year I'll re- unretire and then come right. back and announce yeah. retirement just before the pasta. Just to bond. get Charlene to cough up more money. So, hey, if you want to donate in my name, that's great, too. I don't care what it is. Just uh, it's a great cause. And uh, it's always good to talk to Bruno Serrato <coughs> uh, and get to the White House restaurant for that. Well, it was the first time in years. That was what was weird about it. Well, yeah, not, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. Uh, no, the whole pandemic crushed every uh, appearance for for a couple of years. My so. wife wants me to wear the leopard pajamas to bed. <laughs> It's turned on by them? It's got over 4,500 views on Instagram. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that was done on Instagram Live. John's showing off the... uh, Does stuff ever go away on Instagram? Does it expire? No, in perpetuity. Really? Good. Oh, oh, good. I thought you were going to say the opposite. You'd like to kill that somehow. No, I want all my descendants to see that. What was Grandpa like? Well, you look on Instagram. And it's really, you should look at it because it's an event. He did some dancing with the donors. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. that, that's, it's not just John walking around in uh, leopard pajamas. And don't shorts. forget the pink avocado hat. The pink oh, avocado right. the hat. The pink avocado well, hat. She was, sent me a photo. Topper. She sent me a photo. Uh, somebody snapped one of me and Deborah. Uh, and I'm wearing the, the pajamas with the pink avocado hat. And I just, that's one of the first things I saw this morning. It's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> I look ridiculous. You do it for a good cause. I know. Hey, Devil Mark spends all year thinking up what's going to be the pastathon uh, stunt. <laughs> and uh, you know, do I you remember re- you emailed me a few weeks ago, but you said it was a broccoli hat. Yes. I yeah, yeah, you're correct. It, it was going to be a broccoli hat, but then they were uh, out of stock. Like yes, made out of broccoli. It wasn't gonna. It was really cool. It, it mm. really was, but it was gonna come in after pastathon. So I had to. I had to oh, do some quick right. thinking and change things up. Find another offensive vegetable. Yes. They. <laughs> uh, we got some great guests lined up today. Steve Garvey is coming to the studios in Burbank. Steve Garvey, of course, the Dodger legend, is running for U.S. Senate from California. This is the Feinstein seat, and uh, for most of the time we've been covering this, it's just been these three Democratic clowns running. Adam Schiff, of course, and Barbara Lee, and that Orange County Council, uh, the congresswoman, what's her name? Uh, But there's a chance for Steve Garvey to break into uh, the top two. If the Democrats uh, split, Katie Porter is her name. Yeah. If the Democrats split the the vote in a convenient way, and uh, every every uh, everybody else should vote for Steve Garvey. If you're not I, a, a complete left wing progressive whack job, then vote for Steve Garvey. And let's I have used a to real say, competitive race. I'd like to be on the air when this happens, but that won't be the case. I'd like to be alive when this happens. I'm talking about the big political earthquake that California yeah. really needs to send us back to more saner times. <laughs> 
We had hoped yeah, the Newsom recall, right? We had hoped. Yeah. That didn't happen. Until Larry Elder got involved. Then we... <laughs> and Thanks for that. And he dropped his presidential campaign just a few weeks ago. Yeah, so that was so. heartbreaking, wasn't it? Suspended. That was a good change. Uh, yeah, nobody ever says they're dropping out. They're a suspended campaign. I might be back, right? I mean, going, suspended animation. I don't know what year that started, but I think they're suspended campaigns going back 20 years. They're just waiting to restart. <laughs> They never unsuspended. Maybe that's a legal thing that has to do with their fundraising or their. I, I well, I, you know, you know what I brought with me. I, I sent you guys. Yes, a photo. you did. You I, sent out a text last night. I have uh, the uh, Mets Dodgers scorecard for my twelfth birthday. My uh, my dad and my godfather brought my brother and I to a Mets game. They were playing the Dodgers, and I ran to the railing and I got Steve Garvey's autograph, and I found it this morning. Yeah, that was a World Series year for the Mets. Yes, that was. It was, yes. It was. They they lost uh, they lost the game. Got shut out. <laughs> if you want to see a picture of the autograph, you can go to the John and Ken Instagram. There, there you, you go. go. Right next to me. Dancing. Suddenly now he embraces social media. It's all that stuff up there, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, if you to... want to see John in his pink avocado hat and his leopard pajamas, you can go to my Facebook account, you can go to my Instagram, you go to Twitter, and I'm sure it's all over KFI and the John and Ken this, page. This is what these all these people are motivated about now. They're all That's... motivated to to spread my. Uh... Well, I also I also posted a very nice picture of you, me, and Ken. Yes. That, that was and probably one of the nicest pictures the three of us ever took. I'm going to send it to Ken. Probably the last picture. Yeah, I, I'm going to send it to you right now, Ken. <laughs> Everything's the last. The last. The last photo of Ken. This is not the last show. That's one week from today. Right. So just to give you a heads up about that. So Steve Garvey will be on if you want to hear that for sure after three, or you can pick it up on the, on the podcast on demand. Next hour, we're going to be talking once again to Kathleen Cady who does great work. Uh, she was a longtime prosecutor with the L.A. County DA's office, and now uh, what she does uh, is she takes on the causes for victims. And because George Gascon has become the district attorney, it's a lot of work. So she's going to talk to us with this headline, George Gascon's secret scheme to release a convicted cop killer and Mexican mafia shot caller. How about that? It's about wow. a guy who murdered an L.A. County deputy sheriff, uh, Jack Williams. Back in 1979, and leaving his two daughters without a father. And Gascon wants to release him. A drug-dealing, self-proclaimed leader of the Puente Street Gang when wow. he executed Deputy Williams, who was there to serve a search warrant. So there you go. So we'll find out uh, the details about this secret part when we talk to uh, Kathleen in about an hour. Uh, oh, quick reminder, because we didn't get a chance. To, the Moist line is coming back in two days already, so leave your messages using the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call this toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Ken's when last we, Moist line. It, yes, it will be my last Moist line. So. We have another last. It doesn't have to be all calls from me. It's okay. It's, you know, whatever the topics come, because there's been a lot of news. And when we come back, we're going to visit, uh, well, the alternate universe and the world of the insane. In the city of Oakland, yesterday, they passed a resolution concerning, I know this sounds crazy, Israel versus Hamas. They <laughs> like they'd have any impact on that. It's safer to be in Gaza than Oakland. <laughs> well, we're going to play you some audio and talk about it because people showed up and boy, did they blast Israel. Unbelievable. <laughs> and further, wow. 
I, I, I mean, the Times likes to make fun of like the MAGA QAnon theories about yeah. things. Well, what do you hear what these people believe happened on October 7th? Uh-huh. Some of them believe the Israeli Defense Forces did this to their own people. To start a war in Gaza. This is why Oakland deserves its descent into hell. Oh, this you're is, right. It's not it really, is the worst city in the state. It's even yeah. worse than San Francisco because it's actually got people. And, but and it really you is descending who, into hell. Who votes for the lunatic uh, government officials in Oakland? Well, you're going to hear some of them. You're going to hear them. They made their way to the speaker's uh, platform, and we have a collection of audio and other parts to read. That's next. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. That's why the Raiders, the A's, and the Warriors all moved out. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Well, this got quite a bit of coverage, but probably one of the best places is the Cal Globe and Katie Grimes because she actually has the names and the pictures of the Oakland City Council and the mayor. Because yesterday they voted eight to zero for a permanent ceasefire in Gaza, which isn't that bad. But they rejected by six to two a proposed amendment by one member named Dan Kalb that specifically condemned the killings and the hostage taking by Hamas. And that leads us into the next part of this report. More than 500 people signed up to speak at the council meeting, and overwhelmingly they bashed Israel, and many did not believe that Hamas is a terrorist organization, and some didn't believe they actually carried out these attacks. You know, I know ICE is just really... Well, uh, uh, they, they, no, there, there's social media feeds that are tailored to send these messages, and people are reading this stuff. TikTok is a, is a, is a great... Uh, uh, it's like a, it's like a yeah, sword. but this should be a bigger like story a, because the media outlets like to pick on the QAnon crazies, but these are crazies because, too that are there. Because a lot of the people in the media hate the Jews too. Uh, this is all of a. Uh, they're, they're all connected. These people. They all have the same attitudes. Well, you know who of, condemned this action, and I, I think he might be Jewish. State Senator Scott Weiner sent out a tweet. He couldn't believe this. Well, the public hey. comment praising Hamas and defending the massacre of 1,200 mostly Jews is despicable and unconscionable. What's worse is the majority rejected an amendment condemning Hamas. This is well, a jarring decision by a public body. Those are his... How often do we agree with him? Those are his progressive voters. That Generally are, they are. Yeah, although, it's, all, it's all the same family. The, the, those this be- is like, though, the blue-collar version of those progressive voters. Sure. <laughs> bottom dwellers. <laughs> Hey, m- well, let's play the audio and then and react. This is a montage of some of the people speaking. There's not been beheadings of babies and rapings. Israel murdered their own people on October 7th. Calling Hamas a terrorist organization is ridiculous, racist, and plays into genocidal propaganda that is flooding our media and that we should be doing everything possible to combat. I support the right of Palestinians to resist occupation, including through Hamas, the armed wing of the unified Palestinian resistance. As an Arab, asking with this context to condemn Hamas is very anti-Arab racist. The notion that this was a massacre of Jews is a fabricated narrative. Many of those killed on October 7th, including children, were killed by the IDF. An amendment condemning Hamas is bald propaganda meant to... Thank you. Your time is up. To hear them complain about Hamas violence is like listening to a wife beater complain when his wife finally stands up and fights back. Question. Did anyone else notice that those who oppose this resolution are old white supremacists? There's been a lot of atrocity (laughs) propaganda ranging from claims of beheaded babies to mass rape. Hamas is not a terrorist organization just because the U.S. and Israel... Um, deems it so. Hamas is a resistance organization that is fighting for the liberation of Palestinian people and their land. 
Well, there you go. And those it sounded like young voices to me, too. It did. So this like a is, lot of young reading from prepared statements. Yeah, they right. sounded college education, college educated. A number of them, right. and and they get get this stuff fed to them uh, at the universities, and probably this stuff was printed for them. Maybe they were paid to do this. Uh, part of organizations, uh, if if not that, there's there's feeds on TikTok that would make your hair fall out, and it's constant propaganda. God knows who's producing the propaganda. Uh, and it, it, some of this stuff could be uh, foreign countries trying to cause uh, disruption here in American society. No, Not to no. mention, you know, Palestinian and terrorist organizations sending out the propaganda. And people, people aren't, no one's interested in truth anymore. It's, no. that, that's an old fashioned. Oh, no, no. Yeah, you're right. And because there's so much out there between social media and all the other postings, people believe that they're, they're backed up by the other crazies. Yeah. So, so they don't believe in anything, any alternative theories on their on their beliefs. Now, the polls I've seen uh, support for Israel among Americans. Is, oh, it's strong. It's yeah. very strong. However, when you get under the age of 30, it's uh, almost 50 50. Oh. And, and so the plan to rot American culture through the university system, do it from the bottom up, from the young people upward, is working. Because right. progressive professors and administrators have implemented this anti-Jewish, pro-terrorist philosophy into an amazing array of courses. One person that showed up has a great quote, Ty Gregory, CEO of the Jewish Community Relations Council for the Bay Area. He said they should focus on policing and housing and education issues and not the most intractable foreign policy issue we have on the planet. Mm -hmm. I think that puts it quite yeah. simply. Look at that city and the condition that they're in. But they don't... They're trying to recall the DA for Alameda County besides that. Yeah, I know. But, you know, a lot, a lot of people apparently don't Oh, yeah. Care. By the way, John, many of them were masked with for COVID. <laughs> the speakers. Or to hide their identities. It's another paranoia. <laughs> or maybe to hide their identities. But it goes along the same lines, right? Yeah. Some of the wokest of the woke still believe uh, we're in the grips of a pandemic. And uh, they want to condemn Israel. Woke uh, is the disease. Woke is the virus. What Elon Musk calls the, the mind virus. And it's infected a lot of people here. And they look at the Jews the way they look at white European colonialists who stormed into countries uh, all over the world and uh, implemented British rule, for example. And they look at, at the Jews as being part of that. Which makes right. no sense because there are plenty of non-white Jews in the world. Yeah, well, none of it makes sense. <laughs> you know, I mean, it it's, uh, you know, but I mean, these are no different than people than Holocaust deniers, right? But it, it plays to the same theme that this country was from the European mm. colonists, colonists who took over a territory right. from the so, Native Americans. So, uh, there's effective indoctrination of college students uh, starts right. in high school and into college. We'll be right back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
and Stan Weiju over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, it's uh, the podcast. Same as the radio show, John and Ken On Demand on the iHeart app. I had mentioned the Moist Line. You know, when the Moist Line returns on Friday, it will be the holiday version with the Christmas music. That's what we do after Thanksgiving, between Thanksgiving oh, and, yes. and Christmas. It's uh, always the favorite time of year. Yeah, so you can enjoy the wild and zany uh, special December uh, Christmas music behind the moist line. I'll leave your messages using the iHeartRadio app or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. We're going to talk after 2 o'clock about another move by the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. This one appears to be being done secretly to release a murderer, a murderer of an L.A. County Sheriff's deputy and a guy involved in drug gangs. We'll find out about it after the news at 2 o'clock. The El Segundo Times, of course, provides a lot of uh, sometimes humorous, ridiculous content to the John and Ken show. They have a staff writer by the name of Noah Bierman. Now, Noah generally covers political issues, red versus blue states, that kind of crap. But lately, they've had him on a tour. Yes, a tour. And the subject is homelessness. So when we last talked about Noah, he went to Mississippi to look at homelessness and compare it to California and L.A. Before that, he went to West Virginia. But this time, Noah is going really, really far. Noah went to Scotland. 
and, and found out that the Scottish put some of their homeless in old castles. Uh, I asked for bagpipes. This sounds more like, I don't know. Well, this is a merry sound, isn't it? It's a Scottish I, country folk music. Yeah, but I love bagpipes. Yo, you, you, want the, uh, you want the dirge? The dirge oh, Maybe like there's sound? one in the background there. The, uh, oh, yeah, like the funeral. The fu- oh, funeral. Amazing Grace, you know, kind of? Funeral bagpipes. Yeah. This is happy bagpipes. Well. Ken doesn't do happy bagpipes, okay? No, no, no. I just thought it would be more, would really stand out more because people right. really recognize right. the bagpipe we're, we're, in Scotland and Ireland we're looking, right away. We're looking this almost for, sounds a little Irish. But. We're looking for another bagpipe group. The story starts in this way. and I, I mean, it's all summed up in the first couple of paragraphs. A few days after John Dalton declared declared himself homeless. <laughs> I am homeless. The Scottish government moved him into Muir House Mansion, a 19th century stone home built to resemble a Gothic castle. Here we go. From his private bedroom, number 16, he could see an island monastery in the Firth of Forth. The Firth of Forth, an estuary that drains into the North Sea. He thought, yeah, this is a bit unusual for homeless accommodations. He showed off the property, I guess, to Noah Beerman. <laughs> now, not every homeless person in Scotland lives in a castle. But I'm going to skip ahead. Two and a half years since he lost his job and then ran out of couches to crash on, Dalton still doesn't have a permanent home. Oh, but he has a warm and safe bed. And another stint on the grounds of a second castle. Has not spent a single night on the street. The bottom line with this story, and here's what they're pushing. It's quite simple. The right to housing. A legal right to housing. A legal right to housing is what they're saying. Now, what do you think is going to happen in L.A. if we announced a legal right to housing? How many people would come to Los Angeles with their hand out saying, okay, give me a home. Give me a castle. This is what happened in New York City. Yes, New York has got a problem with all the migrants and that rule of a right to housing. See, so eventually you run out of housing. There's not another room available, and then people start sleeping in the streets anyway. They admit that here. A 1981 consent degree in New York is under legal and political threat as the city tries to accommodate well, tens of thousands of newly arriving migrants. And, and that's New York weather, right? Can you yeah. imagine L.A. weather? Look what it attracts already. For people who don't even need, who don't even want housing. They're happy to sleep in the streets. Oh, my God. What a stupid concept. I have an idea for this, this uh, loser, John Dalton. Get an effing job. Get off your fat rear end and get an effing job. You're 39 years old. Are you not embarrassed? You imagine being 39 years old and you're bouncing on people's couches and begging for the government to give you a castle? Good Lord. Take the exit bag already. The... Uh, Finland has it has a right to housing in its constitution, so they want us to copy these European yeah. nations. That's Europe- that's the goal here with these articles. European nations that have small populations, and, they do. And, 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 and he admits that too. And a monoculture. Uh, yes, yeah, so Scotland's got. Uh, let's see, is it 1.2 million people? Look at oh, no, the pair of cities. That's Edinburgh and Glasgow have 1.2 million people. Right, and he says and- only 30. People sleep on the streets in Glasgow and 40 in Edinburgh. Okay, let's do the math here. There's, there's 70 people on the street in Glasgow and Edinburgh out of 1.2 million. In Los Angeles, has three times the population. Four million, roughly. We've got 46,000 people. 46,000 people in the street. Because we don't have a right to housing. They have 30 in Glasgow. Put them in castles. And 40 in Edinburgh, right? So that is what? That is 70. If you, if you do the proportions then we should have 210 people here 
Instead, we have 46,000. Now, giving out legal housing, mandatory housing, how's that going to help? And they're not uh, going to go in it anyway. Well, I guess some people would. Well, a lot of them won't. But the problem here, too, is that we've already got high real estate prices for people that actually have a job and want to rent or buy. It's not like we can turn over a whole bunch of properties. I mean, Scotland, some of these countries have really hit the, hit the bottom on the economy. They probably have some open castle space. <laughs> and, and they've got nobody to run them in L.A., right? The government has failed. Karen yeah. Bass has failed. County supervisors have failed. And, and, and Lhasa is a failure, and all these uh, fake nonprofit grifting operations have failed. Like, what was that? What, what's, what was the name of that one that had 29 buildings that... Uh, That's the Skid Row Housing Trust. Skid Row Housing Trust. I mean, that was a complete fraud. 29 right. buildings. They're all going to have to be bulldozed. And here's what it takes. Scotland has... They collect 33.5% of their GDP in taxes. In this country, it's about 27%. So that would be a lot more money when you're talking about trillions of dollars. And that's another thing that they push for in these articles is let's just spend yeah. more money. Yeah, because the El Segundo Times is a socialist propaganda rag. That's what they are. So they, they spend uh, Sun Xiang's money to send some idiot to Scotland to, look, um, to talk to a guy who sleeps in a castle. Goodness sakes. So the new term I'm seeing, and there's actually an assemblyman in Sacramento has been pushing it uh, because they don't want you to think of it as <laughs> homeless housing or the projects or what is it? Uh, Slums? But no, no, the uh, what's the housing voucher you get from the government? To oh, H8? Section 8. Section 8. They call it permanent social housing. Oh, is That's that the, the new, new term. Euphemism? Yes, the new term is to call it social housing. Basically, it's government buildings. How about bum housing? Uh, hobo housing. Bum housing. Hobo housing. Yeah, housing for hobos. <laughs> um, that's going to be my nonprofit, housing for hobos. So that's the push. Why don't we just play this on my last show? It's my radio funeral. <laughs> okay, we'll do that. Amazing. Crit. Maybe we can get a we can get a live uh, group in here. <laughs> Drown us out. <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, we got more coming up, including a great story after 2 o'clock. Well, not really great if you follow this kind of stuff, but uh, the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon has got a secret scheme to release a convicted cop killer and a Mexican mafia shot caller. These are the type of people that should never be free, these murderers, particularly this guy and his whole background. But that's the plan because George Gascon believes eh, 15 years is enough for any crime, even the worst of murders. And this guy killed an L.A. County a deputy sheriff. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. After 4, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Hey, what am I doing here? What am I, what am I doing? I'm going to miss that. What? Where am I? Who am I? I can't turn the page. I don't know what the commercial Well, I, you know, I get lost. I have a very cluttered mind. I know. I don't know what it's Deborah cluttered. Mark will direct you. No. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be scary. Yeah, her mind's kind of cluttered, too. So. <laughs> and I saw yesterday at the table, they were doing your newscast. You were just really staring at that screen, making sure you were ready for that news update. Well, yeah. Oh, they get distracted by the crowd. Uh-huh. We will have a pastathon update at 2.05, uh, new number. Uh, certainly for the money raised, I believe. The pastathon is not 
over, folks, just because we did the big event yesterday. And someone just asked about the bidding. The bidding goes on until Saturday at 11.45 p.m. So you can still bid on auction items at pastathon.com, including that one arrow with John Cobelt you're going to co-host. That's right. It's up to $5,500 now. <laughs> wow. I really hope it's a guy with a big agenda who just wants to come in here. and. Oh, I hope so, too, because then he'll do all the talking. Oh, okay. If I get a dud who has nothing to say, what about you know? Then I'm going to have to do uh, you know, uh, carry the load. True. You have to draw them out. I yeah. don't think that'll happen. I think anybody who wants to co-host so, thinks you know, that they got what it takes. Hey, an opinion, an opinionated jackass would be welcome. <laughs> then there'd be two of them on the end. <laughs> 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 what day are you leaving? Uh, one week. One week from today. Oh. One week from today. Wow. I am free. And you know what, Deborah Mark? I've accumulated a few songs that I wanted to sing to John. <gasps> really? <laughs> oh yeah. You want to hear one? Yeah, please. Sad eyes. You knew there'd come a day. When we would have to say goodbye. Can we buy out his last week? <laughs> Jeez. I love it. Wow. I want to save that, but there's no point because he's going to be gone in a week. I can't use it against him anymore. I know. You That's know what? Right. Why don't we just play it every day to open the show? Oh, that could work. You know, okay. keep, keep his uh, name alive. <laughs> oh, every day after let, I'm gone. Let that be his, the final memory every day. I heard has. that the other day and I thought of you. I don't want you to be sad. You knew there'd come a day that we would have to say goodbye to each other. And either we probably thought we'd be because we're dying. We die. Uh, it's oh, a very God. nice song, Ken. I know, because you appreciate that <laughs> more than it. he does. I but love it. Uh, he's allowing it, he said, during my last. I'm few not going to interrupt. Right? I'm not going to talk over it. I'm not going to scream, stop. Just <laughs> now I want to gross you out. A British man's wedding anniversary spun out of control when a Peruvian wolf spider bit him. Have you ever seen a Peruvian wolf spider? They're nasty. No. It bit him and laid eggs in his toe. A baby hatched inside and ate its way out. Yes. Oh, I God. love these stories. Oh, my God. Isn't that a great horror movie? <laughs> oh, Colin Blake gross. and his wife were celebrating their 35th wedding anniversary on a cruise to France. He woke up to find one of his big toes had turned purple. He visited the doctor and found out he'd been attacked by a venomous eight-legged hunter during an outdoor meal in Marseille. And he was totally unaware that he was bitten because the spider numbs the, its prey before laying the eggs. My wife thought it may be because I had new sandals and they were rubbing on my big toe. And that was causing it to turn. Oh, no, the picture. Oh, God, I just scrolled down and saw the picture. This is a New York Post story if you want to see it. Doctors cut his toe open, freeing a milk-like pus. Ugh. That ew, contained the ew, spider eggs. Ew, ew. But four weeks later, he still had a foreign body in his foot. One of the spider eggs had not been flushed and it must have hatched. Oh, oh no. The spider ate its way out of the toe. <gasps> oh, the picture of them. Oh, it's awful looking. The wolf spider? Oh, you got to look at this story. That now, is creepy. How far down is it? How far down is what? Oh, I was looking at another story. It was they 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 put it out yesterday, so maybe it's not in their top. Antibiotics killed the young creepy crawler, but Blake's, Blake's toe had to be cut open a second time to remove its body. Wow, this is like oh, uh, Alien, got, right? Oh, the, I got found it. Oh, 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 Peruvian wolf spiders reportedly came to France from South America while hitching rides on cargo ships. Their oh, venom's my. not lethal to humans, supposedly. I'm going to throw up. 
Oh my God, the wolf spider. That is hideous. That looks like some kind of monster out of a science fiction movie. I know. What I can't figure out is the size. Did they really magnify this? Because I, it looks really see, big. But and it it's got really... its, its legs up in the air ready to attack you. It's really big, big bulby eyes. Yeah. Look at those big dark eyes. Well, I, I guess oh, if it was living. Did you look at his toe, too? That up that, close picture yeah, you, of his should, big they toe? You should, should cut that off. They. <laughs> you don't really need your big toe, it's true. Well, not after what's happened to his, no. Unless you're a kicker. Just uh, uh, get a saw. Uh, yeah, that is uh, unbelievable. And here's a companion story, since we're talking about appendages. There's a Connecticut woman, and these are a favorite, all-time favorites on The John and Ken Show. Ray knows this well. Uh, she went to a restaurant, ordered a salad, and what do you know? She found a severed finger in it. Jesus. That's why you don't eat salad. She went to a... <laughs> do you ever hear of Chopped? Deborah Mark yes, 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 yes. Order yes. the special. Comes she, with a finger. Uh, she, apparently, uh, the, the manager of the store uh, accidentally lopped it off while dicing <gasps> arugula. And he lost it? It's a woman. Right, but, but she lost it? She did. They took her to the emergency <laughs> room, but everybody forgot to take the finger. And I guess they didn't see it right away because it got dropped into the salad. <laughs> so, so they served it. Shortly after the plaintiff purchased the salad, while she was eating it, she realized she was chewing on a portion of a human finger. She was that chewing is... on it? Oh, my God. I thought she just noticed it. thought it was a crouton. Oh, no. <laughs> so, they, wait, they took, they took the manager to the hospital, but left the finger well, they behind. Because the they couldn't they find did, yes. it. They had to get her to the hospital right and it away. Says, it says partial. I don't. It was her <laughs> left index finger, and it doesn't say the whole thing came off, but certainly the top portion, I think. <laughs> so this woman's suing, by the way. She's not happy. Uh, I listened to the list of things. Uh, my, oh, my client doesn't want to do any more publicity. She's fearful that this will exacerbate her stress. Oh, here it is. Uh, here, here's her list. Uh, shock, panic attacks, migraine, uh, cognitive impairment, traumatic stress, anxiety, nausea, vomiting, uh, dizziness, and neck and shoulder pain. Oh, they're making that up. You, you bit into a finger. Oh, I, I mean, would. I would have all those issues and then some. Well, th that's an average Tuesday for you. <laughs> <laughs> shake it off. No, uh, you can't shake that off that easily. Even you couldn't. Come on. <laughs> that is disgusting. You'd think in the kitchen they would have said, well, what happened to the top of her finger? And they would have, right. uh, you know, put what a What were you on. doing? Oh, I was chopping a salad. Hmm. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. That might be a good place to look. Where do you think the finger went? All right, coming up next, we'll be talking to Kathleen Katie, who's been on our show a number of times. And, of course, uh, she helps out people that have been victims of crimes. Sometimes they're murders. Um, she's one of the several former prosecutors who are providing free assistance to crime victims in response to George Gascon's policies. She's going to tell about a, a, the latest George Gascon maneuver to release a convicted cop killer and Mexican mafia shot caller. And in secret, John and Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark live in the KFI 24-hour newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at First Listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 